Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneurs Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadash. I hope you are having an amazing day. Today, we have an awesome guest. This guy, when he was 16, he started door-to-door sales in 2016. And in 2019, he stacked up his first 100K from door-to-door sales. Then he lost it all from poor choices and investors. But then he stacked up five times the money right around the corner in 2020 from internet sales, all on the computer and phone, from educating people on credit. And he built a team of people who are producing massively in the credit space since then. He's really into cars and bought his first supercar in 2021 and all right. And this year in March, he finally got his dream car, a Lamborghini Huracan Spider Evo. So anything is possible if you're willing to commit 130%. And he's a living example of that. And he wants to show others how to achieve greatness because it's possible for anyone if they're just willing to go for it. So let's welcome Leo Lesnikovsky. How are you doing today, Leo? Doing excellent, Victor. What an intro. You're making me feel so good about myself, man. <laughs> it's great to have you on, Leo. So I'd like to get started by asking you to please share your story. How did you wind up becoming an entrepreneur? Yeah. So uh, my mom, you know, she was a pretty good example of an entrepreneur because she's a dentist and she had her own business. Uh, you know, I'm from Brooklyn. I grew up in the Sheepshead Bay area from the ages of, uh, you know, one to seven. And then my family moved to California. And of course, I went with them. And then when I was 10, we all moved to Chicago and well, the Northwest suburbs of Chicago, like Buffalo Grove, Arlington Heights, that sort of deal. Um, and then I ended up just, you know, going through school there, middle school, you know, part of elementary school, middle school, high school, did a year of college and dropped out. I said, screw that. I can't do it. I just, I knew I couldn't do it. Cause I made my first thousand dollars when I was like 12 years old selling headphones on the internet. So I knew that there was something there for me. Um, entrepreneurially, because when you see that you can make money without having to like be at like some kind of job or some kind of place, and you can just do it on your own, you can just sell and close a deal and make money. You, your mindset is just blown. You're like, you know what? I don't have to do any of that stuff that everybody else is doing. I'm free. I'm on my own. So that's that's really how this all kind of got pre-framed for me. You know what I'm saying? So if that makes that's that makes more sense. No, absolutely. So yeah, so yeah, so you're a Brooklyn boy, went to Cali, went to Chicago. You realize when you were young, basically at the age of twelve, you you made you made one thousand dollars selling headphones. So you realize you, you can make money other ways besides the traditional way that they teach you in school. So I'm sure that sets yeah. you up for for the future later on. So uh, would you talk to would you give us a little bit more about it? Because apparently. Uh, it seems like when you were 16, you really started uh, making some really big moves. You mind talking any further about your journey from there? Yeah, yes, for sure. So when I was 16, um, that's when I actually started making like a thousand to two thousand dollars a week selling door to door. And like when you're making like a thousand bucks to two thousand dollars a week door to door, you're like God to like all the all the girls, all the all the homies. You know, and like so that that was that was awesome for me because you have this power and. Um, it just there's nothing that can compare to it. No, 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 nothing, no, no drugs, no alcohol, no nothing could compare to the power that you get from going up to a door, presenting something that you got, and getting money from that person, complete stranger. Like if you could do that, I think you could do anything. You know what I'm saying? That that's where everything just makes more sense to me when you just go, hey, I make this money just from the street. You know what I'm saying? 
No, no, a- absolutely. You know, you realize, oh, I can make this money, especially I'm making like one K a week. And yeah, so you feel this energy, this rush is high. And not many 16 year olds are doing that. So you're like, that's got to be an incredible feeling. So, you know, I'm sure yeah. you really think there's so many possibilities. Like, I can do this right now. What other possibilities out there? So, and that must have been an exactly. amazing feeling. Yeah. So, uh, so, and so, but then you said later on, and, and this happens to a lot of entrepreneurs. So, for those of you who are new entrepreneurs, thinking of being an entrepreneur, sometimes they think it's just a smooth ride all the time, but sometimes you have your downturn. So, you went through a little bit of that as well. You, you might talk a little bit about that and how you recovered from it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, definitely. I was looking for ways to make more money on top of what I was doing. And, you know, it comes with going into, into, the, into the unknown and exposing yourself to danger. You know what I'm saying? So what, at, when I actually got good at door to door sales, when I actually started making like three, $4,000 a week, like when I was 19 going into 20, that was when I was like, okay, I, I got all this money stacked up. I'm living with my mom. I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go pay a bunch of people, buy a bunch of investments and see what happens. And it turned out, the the and the the only reward from those failures, the loss of money, was the the lesson that hey, you know what, you just need to focus in on doing what makes you the most money that is somewhat similar to what you're already doing. You don't have to chase the shiny object syndrome, you know. Like if if it's not like like Warren Buffett says, if it's not within my circle of understanding like to a T, you shouldn't necessarily put your money into it. And, and I realized that very young when I was 19. So then I went from making 100K door to door a year to making over half a million a year doing credit repair and online sales because I just took my door to door abilities and my online marketing strategies that I learned that are better and more effective, combine them together. And that's where I started making the actual money that really, really is life changing, you know? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So, yeah, you learned one very important lesson. Yeah, you know, you did some investments that failed, but then you learned you focus on the things that make you know that you're good at. And, and you brought up more, you know, you you, you learn not to chase the shiny object, which happens to everyone. Uh, people yeah. get into that. People get into that FOMO, even though they may not know anything about it, and then they wind up regretting it. And you mentioned Warren Buffett. Buffett, you know, years ago. People used to get on his case, you know, why aren't you going to technology stuff? Because everyone's going to miss He says, if I don't know it, I don't understand it, I don't want to get involved. And then, you know, 2000, white 2 kids, so the tech stocks went down big time, and he didn't look so stupid afterwards. And, you know, if he doesn't understand it, he focused on the things that he knows. That's why he was so successful for so many decades. And and if you, if you really don't know too much about something, it could be a very dangerous game to get into. You really need to master focus. It's the same folks in acting. Follow one course into success and focus on the things you're good at. That's what all the successful people uh, do. They, they do things that they're good at. And the other things they're going to add on, they, you know what? They outsource it to other people. They delegate it. They don't, they don't do the things they're not that good at because if you do, you're going to have a lot of problems. So definitely some good stuff there. And, um, you know, how also I want to ask you a question about mindset and personal development because I think that's something that gets people into a lot of trouble because I think you really need to have the proper mindset and you're going to get you to get you to a lot of trouble. How important a role did that play in your success? I think that was uh 70% of my 70% for sure. Um the mindset development daily habits that I had on the come up, I would every single day to this day, you know, I always write like a full page of affirmations, you know what I'm saying? I always have like 
these these gratitudes affirmations i got like a like a list here I, every single day seven days a week no matter what i always write it um just to get the mind right first thing in the morning um and also the the shift what actually happened was i think a major contributor to like when i really started making money was I started practicing the elevated emotions of like being successful. Like I started practicing elevated, like when everything was fucked, like when everything was messed up, when I lost all the money and I was like almost 40 K in credit card debt from those poor choices. Um, I just practiced elevated emotions of what it felt like to have a bunch of money and that clear intention, but just more of like interacting with the quantum field. I know it sounds a little, little crazy, but that's how it worked for me. I remember just spending two weeks straight in that time period, like March, the beginning of 2020, like February, 2020, March, 2020. I was just, I just meditated super hard, just feeling as if I was a, like a super rich guy, just doing whatever I could psychologically and emotionally and mentally and spiritually to just align myself with that. And then all of a sudden, I get knocked on with the opportunity with the credit repair online. And I'm like, you know what? That's it. I'm doing this all the way. I don't care. This is my last shot. I have to do this 100,000% right and make it happen. And I did. I went for and then I started, So I started making a 2K a week online. And then when you go from 2K a week to make a 10K a week, that's a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? So that that's really, I would say that the personal development is super, super important for somebody who's trying to come up. They need to listen to, things that are positive just keep their mind right because there's there's so many potentials in this universe that sometimes i may not even comprehend you know what i'm saying no definitely some really good stuff here so you know 70 percent is mindset your personal daily development and i like you show me the full page of affirmations you have in regard to these over every single day it's just me every day yeah because it's it's so easy to lose track if you stop doing this thing people say why do it because because that that sinks into your subconscious mind day in and day out so that's why it's so important and and then you mentioned that elevated emotions of feeling success and beings but if you're not that's something that's relevant because again it works on your subconscious mind which is where 95 percent of your decisions are made so you know yes yeah and and you know there's you know some people call it acting as if you're successful again because you're feeling it and eventually you keep doing it day in and day out you're going to start experiencing because that's what happened to you. Um, uh, the, the other people use something called come as you will be in five years party or a the millionaires party. It's like acting as how you're going to be five years, the kind of success that you are. You dress up the way you are, you go to this party, everyone's doing the same thing. You're also playing it. Just those things are very, very powerful. So this is the thing. Um, your subconscious mind uh, is, is very emotional. So that's why you got to do the emotion. Things, you know, saying the affirmations and the goals and you got to say it with a lot of feeling. You just say, I am great. I am productive. I am successful. It's not going to do this. You say, I am the best. It's not going to do Yeah. You say with emotion. Yeah. You got to feel it. It's stay with emotion. Yeah. Yes. Emotion because is, the thought the thought is the signal and the emotion is the magnet. Like Dr. I, Joe Dispenza says. No, I, I, know I, that is. no, I know Dr. Joe. Yeah. He's a very, very popular guy. That, no, definitely. Yeah. It is it is the magnet. It's really good. You got to be positive. And also surround yourself with positive, successful people makes a uh, makes a huge difference as well. Now, um, one of the things that you, you talk about is, you know, being fully committed. You know, you, you talk about giving 130%. Now, there are a lot of people out there, and, you, and you've seen, I'm sure you've been a lot of people over the years. It seems like they're interested in the idea of success, but they're not really committed. So how were you able to make yourself so committed? It seems like you, you know, 
it seems like you, you you said I had to do it. It seems like you made that decision, and decision comes from a lot of the key that which means to cut off all other possibilities. You burn all bridges so that either I make it or I, or I totally fail. So, you know, how did you get yourself to, you, how did you get to make that decision where you're like, there's no other way, I'm fully committed, nothing's going to stop me. How could other people do what you did? So the, the thing that brought me to that place was I established some sort of status from door-to-door sales and the money that I stacked, you know, from when I was 19. And psychologically, I'd say more than even to people. And in my head, there was a standard. It's like, okay, look, I'm making like 100, 130K a year. Bro, if you're not making 400K this year, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like that, like that kind of mindset. Like just literally as simple as that. And that simple, that simplicity of that mindset of like, well, yo, you have to fucking do this. Like is the is the reason that I was able to, from the moment that my eyes were open to the moment that my eyes were closed, just push all the way, go as hard as I can, have an uncompromising will and just push, 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 work, work, work. Because we have to we have to come to a realization if we want to be successful. There's 24 hours in a day, dude. Like you, you could be doing action the entire day. Pos- you could be doing positive things the entire day, or you could be doing degenerative things the entire day. The choice is yours. You're, we are all free people. It's just, are you aware of what you're currently doing is serving you, or is it not serving you? It's literally it. I like that. Is what you're doing serving you or not serving you? I don't think a lot of people uh, take the time to look at all the things that they're doing every day. You, like you said, yeah. everyone has the same 24 hours a day. The successful people and the unsuccessful people. It's what they do with those 24 hours. So they can do positive yes. things or negative things. And, and that's something I think that's really critically important. Um, and, and, and something else I want to ask you about committing, which can relate to the things you were just talking about. How important, you know, how important are the habits? And a lot of people have good habits, a lot of people have bad habits. So how do the people stop having bad habits and switch into good habits? Um, I think it's just you got to want it. You know, like you got to, but not only want it, there has to be some, some emotional thing to it too. You know, like it has to be like, hey, you know what? This is not sustainable. Like, like when somebody like wakes up, they're like, you know what? I can't do this bad stuff. Like I can't be, I can't be missing workouts. I can't be uh, missing this prospecting. I can't be missing this uh, hunting. Just simple stuff like that. Because I think a key awareness for people is really just everything's a numbers game. This is a key awareness that people need to have. Like everything's a numbers game. Um, if you're not going through the numbers, you're just stuck on the one or the two or the three potentials. Yo, th- this is a recipe for disaster. You have to have a big thinking, big mindset. Uh, no fear of rejection. No fear of, uh, I mean, you could add the fear, but you work anyways. And just understanding that success is a huge numbers game. and It'll work out. That's really it. Okay. Yeah. So everything's a numbers game. Success is a big number. You can't get a thing big and, uh, I guess the more people you talk to, the more people you interact with, you know, some people say yes, some people say no. It doesn't say SW, 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 SW. Some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. Let's go next. Um, you know, exactly. It's, it's exactly. Colonel, Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken was rejected 109 times for a special chicken recipe before someone said yes. He never gave up. And because of that, we have KFC. 
So definitely some yeah. good stuff there. And yeah, you have to want, you got to say, this is not sustainable. And this is take stock of, of all that and just say, what can I do different? How can I make this better? Now, uh, yeah. Yeah. And also, you talk about, you know, working out in the gym and, and so, so talk a little bit more how important that's been for you working out in the gym and also what kind of exercises you do when you work out. Yeah. So, so the gym for me has been a really good teacher because it's shown that, hey, you could work out for like two months and nothing will change, but you actually have muscle fibers growing and building strength. So that's, that's where I think I became even more successful as well, because I just put in work without any expectation of the result, but knowing from an authority, like a personal trainer that's bigger than me telling me to do these things is the right thing to do. You see what I'm saying? And the same thing applied into, into business, into sales. It's like, okay, I'm going to listen to this guy right here. He's a really big, successful guy. I may, I'm going to work right now. I may not see the results that I want to see the first week or two, but you know what? Maybe I'll see them in like a third week or the fourth week or the, the second month. You know what I mean? And that's, that's exactly how it was for me. It, I, as the thing is most people quit within the 60 days, you know, most people quit in those 60 days. I didn't, I've been lifting, I've been working out like, I don't know, like 10, 15 years. I'm not that big. I don't take gear. I don't take steroids. I'm natural hundred percent, but I, but I've seen enough change to, to believe it, you know? So that's where, that's where that came from for sure. A yeah. big part of it. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense because um, I think, especially in this day of instant gratification, everyone wants results immediately. You know, they want it to happen yesterday. I think a hundred years ago when we were a farming society, I think people were more patient. You know, you have to plant, cultivate, you got to work on it for six months. And then you harvest. But people now want to plant and harvest the next day. It doesn't work that way. Great things take time. And you use the example of the gym. You work for two months and maybe you don't see any change in your muscles. The muscle fibers are building up. And what happens is eventually the compound effect takes happens. And you may see little or no results the first few months. But man, six months, 12 months, 18 months from now, you're going to see huge results because all the work and the effort that you put in. A lot of people don't understand it. They only see, well, I didn't make any money my first month. This, this doesn't work, so I'm just going to give up. And unfortunately, a lot of people probably give up right before they probably would have had some success. And, and it's a real Yes. Thing. Yeah, and, and, and you mentioned you got to focus on the process. If you're doing the process right, the results will eventually take care of themselves. I think so many people in the beginning focus way too much on the results and not enough on the process. Eventually, I mean, you, after some point, you need to get uh, results. I mean, you're working a business for four years and not making any money, you probably want to try something new, but you give up. Yeah, maybe maybe a different vehicle. Exactly. Yeah, sure. It's like when I, when I was working in the pizzeria, the most I could make is like 500 bucks every two weeks. When I went door to door, the most I could make is a couple thousand a week because that was just the, the service and the product I was offering. And then when I got into this online with the credit repair, most I could make, you know, 10,000. I can make more. I made 50,000. I made 25,000 a week. But that, that's just what's your vehicle, right? No, Absolutely. So, you know, and speaking of sales, like what do you think is the number one key to sales? Is it the commitments that you really wanted that value or is it a combination? Um, it's a combination. So I'll tell you right now, combination of having a positive attitude going from failure to failure with a smile on your face, like success, like be just like as if you already won. Um, 
treating people right with the right energy, just being super positive with people, interacting people super positively, being grateful no matter what, just being grateful for the interaction that I've, I've learned that to be such a gift because I learned that in door-to-door sales because I'd, 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 get, I'd get a sale and I'll just be so positive. And then I realized, I'm like, damn, because I'm so positive, that next neighbor decided to buy. Not because, not because I'm like, having this great product, but because I closed that deal, I was so professional. It just gave me such positive emotions. The positive emotions are like gas, you know, the negative emotions we think about, just think about it this way. Let's just say some kid comes up to your door. He's wearing a hat. It's like, you know, 60 degrees outside. He's just being a punk. He's just negative all, "Eh, you want to buy my stuff? Yeah, whatever. You know, just arrogant. You're going to buy from me. You can tell him piss off. Obviously you can tell him to piss off. You know what I'm saying? Same thing goes to anything in the world. Hey, what? how can I help you? Hey, how, how can I say the day? How can I make this happen for you? How, how are you going to be positive? Like when you're interacting with a customer, like that is a gift that what, what the most uh, miserable thing for most sales reps is, is actually a gift. You guys have to understand that this, it's a gift. And when you understand that it's a gift, you treat it like it's a gift and you, you, you work it like it's a gift and you get more gifts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like to treat it as a gift. And if you do it, you know, and you appreciate it, having that gratitude, you'll get more gifts. And a lot of people don't yes. say that. that's why gratitude is so important. Like just about every single successful person I've ever interviewed, it always brings up gratitude. That is so huge. I mean, they go over it every single day, they appreciate things and just change their whole outlook, their whole mindset, and it's changed their business for the for the better. And when you mentioned Having that positive attitude, going from failure to failure with a smile and getting rid of the negative emotions. And how important would you say listening to prospects and clients is for people to be successful? Yeah. I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a talent that a lot of people do not master. Well, I think it hurts them. What do you think? Listening is very important because those people need to feel understood. Like your people who you're interacting with to be a potential client, they have to feel understood before they buy. If if you're not t- saying back to the other person, like just like how you're saying back to what I, what I was talking about, like I feel understood in this conversation 100% because you're professional. Most people on the internet, they just want to blah, 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 just have a whole thing and then yay or nay. No, you have to have a conversation. Sales is a conversation back and forth. It's not just one you know what I'm saying? There has to be a qualification process. There has to be a, hey, what's going on? Oh, you got this going on. You got this, this, and that going on. Oh, okay, great. If I help you get that, 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 okay, okay, what's this? What's, you know, so just just basically mirroring what somebody said that is very important. I think it's that, that I, every single interaction that I've had the past few years, I've always said what somebody said back to me to make them feel like I'm like a doctor or something. It's so important. No, I agree. It makes them feel hurt. You're like you're acknowledging them. And it yeah. makes a huge difference. Like yeah. you said, people need to feel understood. Sales is a conversation back and forth. And people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. So if you show them that you care, it's going to make all this. They're going to know you, like you more, they're going to trust you more. They say, this is the kind of person I want to work with. So definitely some really good points there. Now, the next thing I want to ask you is like, you know, because you know, there are a lot of different industry people can go into if they want to you know, go into sales. How do you identify what kind of industry to go into when you want to do sales? Um, you know, I've been kind of lucky because like um I've just kind of got the opportunities attracted to me like that. But now that I look back at it and I reverse engineer it, like 
I think the reason that I'm super successful even faster than most people is because like the industry that I'm in is a need more than like a want. You know, if you, I think that being in a need industry is really, really important. Like credit is a need in 2023. You need to have a good credit score to be able to get approved for a house, car, whatever. You know, like that's that was the industry that I that I was, you know, that I'm making money in. That's what I recommend for other people to be in, you know. That makes a lot of sense. Find something which people have a need for instead of a want. But if wants can I mean I don't think they have a need. Like people need good credit. That's obviously a need. So find something where people have a need for, you know, that, that you can provide a solution for. And you're much more likely to be successful. And um yes. And big and, time. And I want to ask you this question. You know, because you know, persons getting started and they say, I want to be number one. Sometimes when people are getting started, they think that that just seems too overwhelming. You know, they want to, but they don't they don't feel they can do it. What would you what would a person need to do to be number one? And also how what what kind of mindset would they need to feel that they could become number one one day? Because a lot of people there are a lot of times where people get started to become number one. So, you know, for the person getting started, what would they need to do and how would they, what kind of mindset would they need to have to feel like they could become number one one day? You got to outwork everybody. You got to, you got to pretend that the rules that, you, that everybody else is following are fake. You know, I'm not saying to, I'm not saying to break laws. I'm just saying that there's a lot of rules subconsciously that people have that don't matter. No, I agree. There are definitely some subconscious rules and beliefs about this. There, there, there's just some, there's just some, some like the, I think that another big reason my success is that I didn't follow conventional wisdom. I didn't follow conventional rules. I'm not interested in being liked. I, you know, may, maybe may, maybe my arrogance did serve me well in my career as well because I was like, hey man, look, I'm not interested in pleasing. I'm interested in being effective and making it happen like that. Don't get me wrong. You could be a professional, but you don't necessarily want to hundred percent be a people pleaser, you know? Yeah, no, and, and you're right. Don't follow conventional wisdom. I, I like that because if you try to do what everyone else does, you're going to have the kind of life everyone else does. And a lot of people out there don't have a really enjoyable life. It's a mediocre life. It's an average life. And if you want that, that's fine. If you want more than what everyone else does, you got to do the things that most people are not willing to do. And so, you know, I mean, that, that's why you got to you know, do this, you know, outwork everyone, be effective. Be willing to do those extra things that most people are not willing to do. Because a lot of people just say, well, this is what I'm told I do. I can only do this. And people only stop at that and not willing to find more because they've been told that's all you can do. And we know that's not true. And that's why most people don't go above that certain level because we've been told well, you gotta do this and stop here because anything else is unrealistic. But the, it's there's that same here. The people who are crazy enough to think that they can change things and change the world, those are the people who do want to change the world. And you definitely seem to be one of those type of people. So definitely a lot of good stuff there, Leo. Now as we're coming Thank you, my friend. And as we're coming toward the end of this interview, do you have any other last minute last minute pieces of advice for people that are looking to get started as an entrepreneur or people who are struggling with their business? Um, shadow, 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 reach out to people who are truly successful at a level that you want to be at and just shadow. And if you can't shadow, learn from a distance. That's it. No, I love that shadow and copy people. Yeah. And if you can't get closer and learn from a distance, success, please, please. So learn from the yeah. people that you admire and follow things that they've done. 
But listen, Leah, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a real pleasure. I really enjoy a lot of the great wisdom and pieces of advice that you shared on the show. And Leo, if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, so they could definitely contact me on Instagram. It's Leo Lesnikovsky, just like how it's spelled. Um, L-E-L-E-S-N-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Um, and then uh, on my Facebook as well, that works too. So anything, Instagram or Facebook. All right, sounds good. Leo, thanks again for being on the show and have yourself a great yes. day. Yes, yes, very good. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.